Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm Ray Ann Mullins, your host. And as always, I'm super happy to have you here with me. And oh my goodness, I'm really excited to share something exciting with you. I finally heard the words that I had been longing to hear from my doctor just a couple weeks ago. And I'm super excited to tell you about this. I had an appointment to go over my labs with my doctor. And when she said, Rayanne, I'm so impressed with your numbers. You've done an amazing job. You have no signs of autoimmune. I seriously wanted to jump up and down. I was like, wait, did you just say I have no signs? Like as in I've reversed my Hashimoto's? And she said, yes. She was like, you've done everything exactly like we wanted you to do. You've done everything. And I'm so impressed with you. And I was like so stunned because I've been waiting to hear this. In 2017, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's hypothyroid. I had been really struggling with fatigue, indigestion, depression, lack of motivation or desire really to do anything. And I had horrendous brain fog. I knew something wasn't right. And I had spent a couple of years bouncing around from doctor to doctor trying to figure out what the heck was going on. It felt like a miracle to finally find a doctor that figured it out. She also figured out that I was having heart issues, which led me to the cardiologist, which then led me to getting my pacemaker. When I found out my diagnoses of Hashimoto's, I was pretty bummed. Actually, I had always heard horror stories about people having autoimmune disease and how they basically are, you know, just at the beginning of the end, you know, for many people. But I was determined to fight it hard and not let it dictate my life. But here's the thing many, many autoimmune disorders are a result of lifestyle choices. This was a very hard pill for me to swallow because I had made it my mission to help others to be their healthiest and most fit. I too was doing what I thought at the time to be all the right things. So hearing that I had created this issue in my body was very depressing and I felt very much like a fraud. And it also scared me because I didn't want to be teaching my clients something wrong. Fortunately, or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, most of my clients were not living the same lifestyle as me. I spend and spend really spent a lot of time talking about balancing diet, balancing exercise, and also working on mindset. So the good news is that most of the people I worked with were not over-exercising or under-eating like I was. Since I taught anywhere from 14 to 30 fitness classes a week, my body was literally worn out. I had super high stress levels, not necessarily emotional stress, but I had a lot of physical stress from too much exercise, and I probably wasn't eating enough, which was even more stress on my body. And I wasn't not eating, right? I wasn't not eating 
to lose weight or on purpose. I just didn't realize that I had needed even more to sustain the amount of energy that I was putting out. So it's no wonder that on Friday nights, I would come home, cry, yell, and crash on the couch by 8 p.m. I was exhausted and my body just could not keep up with it. So after I got the diagnoses, I knew I had to change something and that started my journey. Today, I want to tell you what I did to reverse my symptoms and take control of my health. I also want to encourage you to listen, even if you don't suffer from an autoimmune or thyroid condition. What I did to heal my body is also something you can do to heal your body and your mind. But before I tell you what I did, it's important to know that there was, you know, no quick fix. It was no trendy diet or pill or surgery that helped me. It was good old fashioned day by day actions that finally landed me where I am now. I wish I could tell you that I followed a specific plan or took one special supplement that changed me, but I can't. It was a cumulative effect and patience that did the trick. I won't lie to you and say it wasn't hard. No, it was. There were definitely some really hard days and some days that I did just want to give up. Some days that I felt like a major fraud and I didn't even trust myself or know what to do. There were days I felt like I had lost myself completely. I have to say that I think my strong emotional health and the support system around me were the two main reasons I was able to stay determined to beat the Hashimoto's. And I'm so happy that I stuck with it. I'm so happy that I didn't listen to myself on those hard days. I'm so happy that I kept putting one foot in front of the other because it paid off. And now I get to tell you that I made it, that I'm free and clear of any signs of autoimmune disease. Now, that doesn't mean I'm fixed forever. Once you have an autoimmune disease, you have it forever, but it can be in remission or controlled. I hope that I can keep it under control for a really long time. And I promise you, I'm going to continue to try. So here is what I did to totally reverse my symptoms of Hashimoto's. Okay. The first one is very important. I changed my diet and this was a big one for me because here's the deal. I had already changed my diet a lot back in 2005. That is my original success story. In 2005, I had found myself overweight and so unhappy. I changed my diet so that I was eating very balanced, exactly what I teach now to my clients. And it worked. I lost 65 pounds and I was thrilled. I've kept almost all of it off since then. But it wasn't long after that, that I started teaching way too many fitness classes and started to run my body into the ground. But I did love every minute of it. So I felt like I was doing just fine until I wasn't doing fine. When I first got the diagnosis of Hashimoto's with hypothyroid, so a slow thyroid, my doctor suggested that I take out gluten and dairy and any other food that was creating inflammation or an intolerance for me. I did the food panel that suggested a lot of foods, um, you know, a lot of foods I was eating were creating a problem for me. So you can listen all about that in one of my episodes about food intolerances. And I also do another one about gluten. Um, In the show notes, I will reference those. So, but the long story short, I took those foods out. So not just gluten and dairy, but I had many other foods. I took out chicken, peppers, mushrooms, nuts, eggs. I mean, there was so many things. I took them out for about two years. So I've been able to add back a lot of those foods though. So I did choose to keep gluten and dairy out of my diet in about 
I would say 98% of the time. Okay. Occasionally I would accidentally get some gluten or occasionally like I'd order a salad that came with cheese and I would just kind of try to pick it off, but I wouldn't like be, you know, totally crazy about it. So I believe deeply, deeply in this. Okay. And taking out foods that are in intolerance. Was it hard? Um, yeah, at first it was. But when I realized that I was no longer having brain fog or heartburn, it totally became worth it. So if you have autoimmune or a thyroid condition, I'm not saying you have a problem with gluten and dairy, but I would highly recommend taking them out for at least 30 days to see how you feel. In fact, last week, my doctor said to me when she gave me the good news, she said, hey, you know, you can probably relax on the gluten and dairy now since you have no symptoms. I was excited, I admit, to hear this, but I was also a little confused by it. If it worked, you know, to help me reduce my antibodies, why would I add them back? Hmm. So I'll tell you what I'm doing. I am not going to add them back fully, but if I run into a situation where there's a little gluten or a little dairy, I'm not going to stress about it. So that's what I've decided. But mostly I am going to continue with the um, no gluten and dairy because honestly, I just feel better. The second thing I did is I added nutrients and herbs to my life. Again, when I was first diagnosed, my doctor also discovered that I was deficient in several things. And some of these are everybody, um, vitamin D, vitamin B and zinc. And so my doctor actually called me a zinc waster. I mean, somebody who just like, even with supplements, I have a really low zinc. So anyway, I immediately started supplementing these to help get my levels back up. I also added other herbs and things to my diet. Uh, and I took something, uh, several things. And one of them is ashwagandha. Okay. I take that for stress management and sleep. I take black cumin seed oil for inflammation. And I also take a probiotic for gut health. Okay. It took some time, but my levels did come up and I started to notice that I felt even better and didn't really get sick at all. I didn't, wasn't getting colds. I really wasn't having any sickness. So clearly, you know, taking care of that nutrient deficiency that I was having and taking out the inflammatory foods, I was already feeling a lot better, but my labs were still coming back showing, um, you know, signs of the autoimmune. The third thing I did was slow down. I just slowed down. And this piece took me a very long time to embrace. I finally cut back on how many classes I was teaching a week. Okay. So I currently only teach four fitness classes a week. That is the least amount I have ever taught since 2005. Okay. I mean, which was a big thing because I love it. And it was really hard to let that go. I mean, that's a whole nother episode is self-identity, but it really was a hard thing for me to do. I no longer bounce from one workout to the next, meaning leaving one class to go teach another. Okay. I'm doing less high intensity workouts and more weights and a lot more walking. My week looks kind of like this. So I do four days of strength training. Okay. Each workout is only 30 minutes or less. I mean, I do some workouts that are so complete that I'm done in like 16 minutes. And so I don't do more just to do more like I used to do. Okay. I walk between 30 to 60 minutes every day, plus a short walk or two with my dog. And 
remember I said I teach four classes. Those are four indoor cycling classes a week. And honestly, two of them, I barely do. I just kind of pretend. So if you're in my class, yes, there are two of my four classes that I kind of just pretend. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, I am still doing quite a bit of exercise, but for me, it's dramatically less. Okay. And my thyroid antibodies are definitely noticing and are happier with me. Oh, and guess what? I've actually gained about six pounds total in the last year. That's not a ton, but you know, I slowed down and I actually eat a little bit more. So yes, I'm going to just naturally gain a little bit of weight, but you know what? I feel so much better overall that I'm not worried about it. Yeah. Would I like to have a six pack of abs and reduce the, my lower belly roll? Yeah, I would like to, but overall I'm pretty pleased with my results and you know, five years ago, I probably wouldn't feel the way I do now. I feel way more confident and happy and just grateful for, you know, what I have. The fourth thing I did is I sleep. I, all of these, by the way, I still do. But in order to conquer Hashimoto's, these are the things I did. But the fourth thing is I sleep eight to nine hours every night. Yeah eight to nine hours every night and good sleep too. This is another area that I was not really doing well in, even though I didn't think it was an issue. I was getting up at 4.30 most days to work out or go teach a class. Then I would stay up until 11 or so watching TV with my husband to spend time together. This was definitely not enough sleep. Now I'm in bed with the lights out by 10 p.m. most nights and get up by 7 a.m. And I got to tell you, I used to feel when I first started sleeping in to 7 a.m., I felt so much guilt because I had gotten so used to being up early and already being worked out and home and breakfast or at least coffee by seven that it made me feel lazy and bad. And then, you know, I finally had to let that go because I realized I was actually getting more for my health by staying in bed and skipping the morning workout than getting the workout. So nailing my nighttime routine was critical. So I make getting rest and sleep a serious, serious priority. And so should you. Okay, my fifth tip or thing that I did is I investigated my inner child wounds and I addressed them. So this one is more non-conventional, but I found that it was a very important part of healing for me. I did actually a whole episode about inner child healing or core wounds. So you can go back and check that out too. If you haven't listened to it again, I'll post in the show notes what episode that is. Cause I can't remember right now. Um, you know, I swear that I started to recover more and heal my body. Once I addressed some of these inner child wounds, I always felt like I had a good childhood, meaning I wasn't physically abused. Um, I loved my parents. I know they loved me. I had a good family. I had food to eat. I had a warm bed to sleep in, but there actually was a lot of stuff that I've suppressed and was holding onto even when I didn't think I was. It wasn't really fun bringing up the memories or exploring my inner child, but I am so grateful that I took the time to do it and continue to do it. I've discovered a lot of feelings that I've been hiding for too many years And opening up about them has been wonderful and very healing. The sixth thing I do or did is I meditate and pray. Getting super quiet and letting myself think about nothing is very helpful. 
Stress, anxiety, and overwhelm only exasperate autoimmune issues. So I have found that meditation is a very, very useful tool for me to help bring me back to my inner peace. Some days my meditation practice looks like a 30-minute meditation following maybe a guided meditation on the app that I use. And some days it looks like me taking just two minutes to do some deep breathing and let my stress go. I also am praying more. There's something healing and relieving about praying. It's like you can get it out, put it out to God or to the universe and let go of whatever it is that you need to pray about and let God um, worry about it for you. It's been really eye-opening and also, again, very healing for me. The seventh thing that I've done is I've let go of guilt and shame around my mother, okay, and other guilt in my life, but mostly about my mom. So I have a lot of mom guilt, and I bet you a lot of people listening do, you know, or or parent guilt, or we all have these something related to somebody in our family. And I think I had a lot of mom guilt because she was one of my favorite people ever, of course, but I was always upset with her as an adult. I felt mad at her for not being healthier. I also felt guilty that I couldn't help her no matter how hard I tried. I couldn't make her do what I wanted and I couldn't make her understand why and how I felt. This was such a huge stressor to me. So after she died, it just grew. You know, it just I just felt worse about it. Then I, I don't know if I told this story on here or not, but I actually was with my mother the day that she passed away. I, I was the only one like with her. I just happened to be there at the time when it was happening. And I wasn't, we weren't expecting it at that moment. I just happened to be there. And, you know, for months I felt terrible that I didn't use that moment right before she passed away to say something better. You know, I wish I could have, you know, I've wished many times that I could relive that day and just do it better, like do it over, you know? So all of this stress and worry was literally killing me. Like once I decided that she wouldn't want me to feel this way and I finally just let go of that guilt, I started to feel so much better. There was like this knot in my stomach all the time. And once I finally just kind of, I don't know, I had a clearing of that energy and realized that, you know, my mom wouldn't want me to be spending all this time stressed about that. As soon as I decided that and let it go, I I literally don't have that knot or like pit in my stomach anymore. So there you have it. See what I mean by it wasn't really a quick fix or even what most people work on. So many people spend all their time trying different medicines, different diets, and different programs over and over when all they really need to do is stay consistent. This is true with reversing autoimmune symptoms, and it's true with weight loss or muscle gain. It's all about being consistent and patient. So quick review, I changed my diet, right? I took out inflammatory foods for me, and it really wasn't that hard. At first it was hard, but it really wasn't that bad. I just learned how to replace the things that I didn't eat anymore. You know, really once I had a better mind frame around it, it really wasn't that hard. Um, I took supplements. That's not hard. You know, the hardest part is spending, you know, 15 minutes dividing them out into my little like holder for the week. (laughs) 
You know, if I didn't take one of those little supplement holder, you know, pill holders, and every week I put all the my morning my morning pills and my evening pills. If I didn't do that, there's no way I would have stuck with supplements because it's annoying to like open up each individual bottle and get your supplements. It's just I just had to make it part of my life. So that is something I do, and it's not really that hard. You know, I just do it. Um, I slowed down. You know, I sleep more, and I worked on childhood trauma. I meditate and I let go of guilt. Okay. So yes, taking out inflammatory foods and changing your diet totally makes sense, right? Taking care of your body by not over-exercising and making sure you feel it well is kind of obvious too. But the other parts that I think a lot of people don't realize are obvious are like working on your mental health, you know, looking at past trauma and trauma, remember, doesn't have to be like trauma with a capital T. It can be trauma with a little T. You know, we have things in our life that create trauma and that trauma, if it's not dealt with, begins to manifest itself physically in our body. So working on those inner, you know, childhood wounds and letting go of exploring why you have guilt and letting it go really, really helps reduce symptoms of autoimmune. And actually, whether you have autoimmune or not, it's so important towards any goal that you have, whether your goal is physical or whether your goal is in a relationship or maybe with your career. If you don't handle that inner turmoil, then you're going to constantly be feeling unfulfilled and it's going to be harder to reach the goals that you have in your life. Okay. So I did also along the way use some tools, okay, that I didn't necessarily mention. I am a huge fan of essential oils. You know, I don't care if they really work or not. They work for me. Like, I don't know if it's, you know, like a psychosomatic thing or if it's physical, but they work for me. They they work wonders for stress relief and reducing anxiety and for sleeping, okay? I, I have so many oils. I love playing with them and I love using them because I swear they help me. I use apps for meditation. I use my Apple watch for counting my steps and monitoring my stress levels. And I use other podcasts to keep me learning and motivated. And I most recently started using the sauna a few times a week. And I use wine just kidding. I don't really use wine, but I did cut back slightly on alcohol, but not as much as I thought I would need to. So I don't really use wine as a tool. I was just teasing, but um, I do enjoy a glass of red. Anyway, why am I sharing all this with you today? Well, I think it's always encouraging to hear when someone else is able to beat the odds. I beat the odds and I want you to know that you can too. All you need is a why, some desire and patience. Whether you too want to beat Hashimoto's or a thyroid condition, or if you want to lose the baby weight or stop the menopause bulge, you can do it. When you stop the all or nothing mentality and take it one day at a time, you will find success. It's the starting and the stopping and the trying new program after new program that's hurting your success or results. Find one thing and stick with it day in and day out believe in yourself and just do the thing. Okay. So if you too have an autoimmune disorder and want to set up a consultation to see if we would be a good fit to work together, please see the show notes to set up a free consultation call. You can just hit the link there to um, get into my calendar and see if you want to have a call.
So thank you guys so much for being here. I am so grateful to have you here with me and I hope you have a great week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.